billion and billion dollars that are happening in the free app marketplaces. People, we are going to the technology and people will use mobile apps like more often in their daily life. If you really think that you just put a lot of advertising and then make a lot of money, most probably not. We don't try to reinvent the bicycle, right? So there are models and strategy which works, which makes for people money and you just need to find one which works exactly for your app. You are listening to Building Digital Products, a podcast that helps innovators and entrepreneurs to create successful digital solutions from idea to market. This podcast is brought to you by LinkUp Studio, a software development company which created more than 100 successful digital solutions. Hello, guys. Uh, so today we're going to talk about billion and billion dollars that are happening in the free app marketplaces. So if you take your phone and open it, you will see that there are at least, I may assume at least 10 apps that you never paid for. And the big question, how they are making money. So the spoiler, they do, and they do a lot. Well, uh, this is the gold rush of the 21st century, right? S yeah. Yeah. So how much each money can generate? Billions, thousands, hundreds of dollars. Uh, numbers are very different because everything depends on the exact type of your application and uh, what, what the goal is it, what the monetization uh, strategy is. And exactly about monetization strategies for the free apps we are going to talk today. So if you think that your app content will blow up the market and will be super cool and user will love and use it a lot, so you can expect that development will cost a lot of time and money. And it, it's true, it's true. But when you see how much actually free mobile application can generate revenue, you understand the development cost, uh, it justifies itself. Yeah, it's worth it. So, uh, okay, I must read it. And for those who are listening to us, we actually have laptops where we sometimes read things. Why I must read it? Because this is just blow up in numbers, uh, which was even very amazing for me. So uh, you need to understand that today, global users are spending in mobile apps on App Store and Google Play, you know, to the most popular marketplaces. Uh, it counts one, uh, 123 billion and uh, most probably it will reach 156 billion by 2023. So that's mean that from 2018, this market used to grow by 120%. Yes. It's just enormous, you know, this is the just big market. Just for the five years and it's going to be more and more because people, we are going to the technology and people will use mobile apps like more often in their daily life in order to solve some problems which before you can't solve with the mobile phones. Even today you can't measure something, you know, with your iPhone you can measure how how hate your glass have, for example. It is mm. something what was ridiculous like a few years ago. Nobody expects that. Yeah, and something new to, which is amazing that, uh, you know, uh, the 80% of this billion market is actually the free in the brackets apps so they you don't buy them directly funniest thing that uh, about 200 first apps you know like if you will make the top list mm -hmm. uh, first 200 are making 80 percent of the of this market next 8,000 of the apps making another 
uh, it seems to me, 8% of the market. Mm -hmm. And everything else is everything else. Yeah. So like in case you're in this top 200, well, you are, you are the king, right? You're making the most money, but, but still this is, and this is all like we're talking about free, mm -hmm. again, in brackets apps. So. Yeah. Also, by the way, curious fact that uh, statistics show that uh, people spending more money on apps from App Store than from Google Play Market. And it's really, I was uh, looking for the statistic and revenue which application from the App Store makes is m higher in a double than this one who make in Google Play. And it is not the topic of our today record, but we will give you a small, I think which nudge, you can small think. nudge, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which you can think it is uh, quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quality and, you know, in case you really uh, hear us not first time, I, we, 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 spent, we spend lots of time talking about quality. <laughs> so yeah, and just, the, and this is a very good example where you can compare the numbers. Okay, so let's move to the point. Uh, when it comes to the app categories, uh, the most popular one, is actually not the most, but the top grossing application, it's a games. So everybody knows that games makes the biggest amount of money, revenue. But yet it is not the golden rule and still non-game apps makes good money too. For example, a good example is a Tinder, a dating application with a freemium model. They have the uh, second top place in the App Store and second top place in the Google Play Market as the app which generates the biggest revenue. So their revenue for the full 2020 year was 1.4 billion. Billion. That's for one huge. application That's for really one year. huge. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, please proceed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so the thing that uh, you must understand that maybe you're not going to reach this goal from the first time. I mean, uh, there is no guarantee that you will get to that top 200 from the first time. Uh, it's actually took everyone remember this cool game Angry Birds. I don't know. I haven't played recently, but you know, back five years ago that that was something the most popular I believe uh, game so um, the Angry Birds was the 30 as far as I remember the 38 attempt of of the company uh, who developed it and I sorry but I really forgot their names uh, that was the 38 attempts and it was successful so before they actually succeed and make it all you know market uh, market knowledge and famous they they done it 38 times they first had 37 times mm -hmm. you know and that's a lot uh, another thing uh, how which you may not think about is how uh, your free apps can make money for example uh, we in link up uh, having the experience developing the games uh, like there was few of them we had the really great uh, partner from California he has really cool ideas and we developed few games for him uh, one of that game was like you know everyone know no game part uh, ma mafia pa party mafia and and the the app game called party mafia mm -hmm. so you know when you sit in the table uh, everyone is asleep then you wake up and then you you know, citizens trying to kill mafia and mafia trying to kill citizens. So usually you use cards for this. Yes, you and and like this and cards? that. Yes, and that was the like online online version, so you can play without the cards and you get at uh, some cool mechanics like phone vibration, all that kind mm. of stuff. So I mean that that was lots of fun for the some kind of the party. That's why it's called party mafia. So that was the really cool feature where you can you know form your own avatar. You know, like the. Mm, you know, well, everyone know yeah. what is avatar, so you can buy some hat, for example, or cool glasses or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
and like that glasses used to cost like nine dollars you know like small perk that just on your photo and i was like who going to buy for nine dollars the virtual glasses for one game game right i mean that's kind of i mean i would never spend money on this but when we launched that game there was plenty of people who did <laughs> so they had a lot of fun mm -hmm. and these you know virtual glasses had some value for them they wanted to be unique mm -hmm. uh, like you know in the group of people was the player and they actually spent that money so well first of all remember that you're not your customer uh, and secondly like in case you don't spend money for this someone else may and this is actually the main model of the games you know people buying virtual perks virtual things just to stand out mm -hmm. and well that's bringing a lot of money yeah and this is very interesting thing because usually why we talk that free mobile apps makes more money than the paid one because usually people are willing to spend more inside of the app rather than to pay for the app when you just uh, when you even didn't open it for the first time so selecting such a strategy is understandable so you people go inside of your app they see the value they can uh, receive some emotion from using the, the app and then they are ready to spend some money in it or on it yeah and you as the owner of an app it's like the fishing you know you <laughs> I don't have enough English word to explain phishing, but I believe you got this process, right? When user get this pleasure for using your applications, they're actually ready to spend few bucks on uh, some perks that your app's giving. And by the way, it may sound like we're talking only about games. It's not. So uh, right away, there will be more, ex more examples, uh, not the games. So, well, but let's go to the you know, monetization strategies. And uh, there are a few of them. And when you build in your app, you actually need to experiment and use a different one in combination. So mm -hmm. you can't just put advertising everywhere and hope that you will make millions and go to that top 20, uh, to top 200 that we just talked about. Uh, but nevertheless, so the first monetization way is advertising. You know that, uh, banners that you are so uh, you know so annoying and you're trying to click on it and you can't find that cross to close it but but you actually wanted to use this app or play this game and it's annoy you so much well this is the first and the most kind of easiest way of getting money most from your app one, yeah and the one. most popular but again uh, if you if you if you really think that you just put a lot of advertising and then make a lot of money, most probably not, because people, at some point, your users will be so annoying that they will just delete your app. Yeah, so I just be smart about this, you know? I actually had such cases. It is a very usual situation when I need application to solve some of my problem. I usually download five, around five different application and check each of them in order to find one which actually cover my, my problem. So, and very often I have such situation when I opening the app for the first time, I just trying to understand how everything works and if it solves my, my issue. And I started to receive these annoying banners. Just I just opened the app and I and I have to watch few ads at least at least few ads and a yeah, lot of banners and advertising. And you know what I do? I delete it because on the market I can find a lot of different competitors. So everything have to be made smart. So it is not the problem the problem that this app have advertisement and I delete it. It's because this advertisement implementation was made poorly. So it was very yeah. annoying. So again, the good the good uh, example and uh, it's still from the game, but you know, you need to watch the video to get some kind of the like, you know, additional gold, free perks or something like this. This is the smart this thing cool because thing. you kind of expect that they 
they will show you advertising right now and 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 that's it uh well so uh, another another smart things to do is like to give enough advertising to your users to kind of push them and to nudge them to buy paid subscription and remove the ad so in case your app given enough value yeah, uh, that may uh, I mean, you may assume, you may make an assumption that they are ready to pay, like you know, two dollars to remove all advertising and continue using your app. And some of the apps just like the only value they give just removing advertising. That's it, and that's smart. That's mm-hmm. you know, that's more than just stupidly putting lots of banners there. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's all about advertising here. I agree. And the next one, uh, monetization strategy, it says referral, referral marketing. Referral marketing is very similar to advertising uh, and uh, in, a, in a way of implementation. So instead of the banner with the advertising, you can uh, promote some affiliate company. And uh, you get revenue per click, per install, per view or per any other action of your users. But what is interesting in this strategy for you? It is higher monetization rate. So affiliate company pay you more money for advertisement than regular advertisements from Google or or whatever other uh, software that provide advertising. So when you do uh, when you do regular advertising, uh, your app have uh, ads which can be interesting. It promotes products or services which are interested for your users. So we know how Google advertisement work, right? You mm. have some shoes, phones, everything what you like last time looked through the Google, you will have it in your advertisement in every app. So that is useful for user, but it can be completely uh, Dif- completely not different from what you are what using. you are selling yeah and how affiliate company solves this problem you are free to choose whom to promote so uh, you can promote something what will give value to your users and it will be cool yeah so basically to resume this point uh, for the users it still look like advertising mm-hmm. again banners and video but uh, you know when you're using the cryptocurrency app it's much more logical to show them some kind of the new branded cryptocurrency wallet not shoes yeah you know shoes is cool but i'm using the cryptocurrency you know something maybe it makes sense to show me cryptocurrency something but kind of different and so again context and content is matter here uh, so from the user standpoint it's still advertising but from app owner standpoint this is higher monetization and that's why it's different way of making money yeah and uh, the third one strategy which also kind of similar to this two which we, which we just mentioned it but this one ju- uh, it's a sponsorship model it's become popular just right now so it is not very common strategy and not all uh, app publisher can know about it mm. so if you work in the specific niche and you already have a big user's data and they uh, have a high level of engagement with your application company who work in the same niche can be interested in putting their product and services in front of your users so and in also sponsors how it benefit for you and for your users also sponsor can provide different um, 
benefits to your users, so discounts or some interesting offers. For example, for the fitness industry and for the different fitness and health application, it's very common things to have sponsorship with the manufacturing company who do uh, wire um, like different watches and well, for example, uh, okay, fitness tracker. Sorry for interrupting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can I can make it easier if you go to the gym. Nike is really interested to show advertising of their shoes in the gym, but Nike can have the exclusive, you know, exclusive agreement with that gym. And in case the gym have some kind of an app, for example, simple calendar where mm -hmm. you can, you know, um, make an appointment with your uh, with your coach, right? Uh, that Nike advertising will be there and only Nike. But the, again, the price of this sponsorship are really higher than just simple, you know, Google ads, ads and so on. Yeah, so we can say that advertisement, regular advertisement have the lowest uh, monetization ra rates and we have referral ma marketing, which is a little bit higher and, and sponsorship, sponsorship. It is the most higher by yep. monetization for you. Truly true. Uh, okay, so the next one, and you know, everyone know about this, this is not, you know, the big secret, but still we have like freemium and in our purchase thing. Um, so what does it is? It's very simple. You download something for free. And then in case you wanted to get some kind of the additional content, you need to pay for this. Uh, I already mentioned that you can buy some cool silver, again, in brackets, sword in the, some kind of the games, and it will cost, you know, half of your salary. <laughs> and that's actually happening. You know, virtual things got kind of expensive, but not only games. So uh, the really cool example that I can, uh, like, I can tell you from my experience, we are working with the great uh, mobile application. Uh, it's not the mobile application, it's actually the whole infrastructure of things. Uh, the product called My Tour. So what that product do, uh, you can create, the, like for example, you live in the historical city, you can uh, buy a subscription there mm -hmm. and you can create an app uh, with the excursion uh, for the best in, in the best places for your city, right? So when you come to the point, it's telling you uh, in the head, uh, in the headphones, like what, uh, where you are, and historical, uh, you know, information about that city. So what they have there, uh, you can have the short version of excursion, and you can have the long version of excursion. Mm -hmm. So you basically buying the additional content there in case you wanted to get that additional content. So again, not only about the games talking here, and uh, Forbes uh, recently made the research and they're telling that this is actually the most uh, you know this model of monetization getting uh, the biggest percentage of the money in the market mm -hmm. and one more interesting feature about the freemium and upper choice lots of apps they have in you know local currency mm -hmm. and just think about this model you buying you know, for the real money, some kind of the local currency of an app that you technically may even not ever use, you know? So like you can buy 100 gold in the game or in another app, and then you can spend this gold to get something, or you may not. But the company who owns this app already get the money. Mm -hmm. So you as the app owner, uh, this is the really cool strategy. Uh, very big thing that you need to think about, thing to think about, right? Is uh, how do you implement them? Because mm -hmm. I, I believe you heard about this thing. It's not about an app. It's actually about online games, not on the mobile world, but still this case is applicable here. Uh, in case you make things are too expensive 
or uh, app will annoy user too often to buy some kind of the additional things, people will get mad and delete. So instead of making money, you will lose money. So again, you need to have some kind of very, very smart way to remind user, hey, buy something. I mean, show, uh, show them that opportunity to spend money on the right time and with the right frequency. Otherwise, it will ruin your business instead of you know, helping you. So yeah. that was about freemium and upper chase. And over the next uh, monetization model is uh, subscription. Everybody knows this model. Actually, everything what we talk today, mostly you know, because we don't try to reinvent the bicycle, right? So there are models and strategy which works, which makes for people money, and you just need to find one which works exactly for your app. So subscription model, uh, you offering unlimited access to, the, to your app features, uh, for exchange on the, for the subscription fee. It can be weekly, monthly, yearly, or I see right now is very popular, like subscription for, for all your life, like you buy once and you have it. So various subscription uh, works good because you can meet the needs and requirements of different target audience. Someone need more features, someone need less. And the user who subscribe for your application, usually are more engaged and they use up more often and they, for example, I know that if I subscribe for some application, it is like my up, up, and I have like different attitude to it, you know? So this model requires from you to provide regular updates because if people subscribed, they want you to give them some valuable future and updates. So it's not really work for the small businesses who want to have constant revenue, but not ready to invest or don't have budget to make constant improvements and updates. But technically in case they have subscriptions, they're supposed to have budgets, right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of logical. So my grandfather, he used to say, feed the dog not only when it barks you know so subscription is kind of implementing of these principles you know like like basically you know uh, millennials reinvent this principle there <laughs> right so uh, yeah it, that's basically when you are paying money for the you may not even use it but still still you paid the service and some I even know that there are company exists out there and they have like you know when when they do their financial report they have the special category people who forget to cancel. Like, you know, they mm. know that there are some, you know, maybe 10 or 15% of users who pay in the money and don't use the service. And well, does they remind them about them? Hey, you're not using, you may cancel. Well, of course not. Is it ethic? Well, let, let, let's leave this question open. But mm. I mean, I know that company like, Mo like they monitor this uh, and that's work. Obviously, this is not the right strategy to rely only on that type of users, though who will subscribe and forget, <laughs> you know? Obviously, this is not the right strategy, but at least 10-15% in average uh, for the digital marketing world, uh, you get money from the users who just forgot to cancel. Okay, <laughs> interesting fact. Yep. I didn't thought about it before, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, the next model is the crowdfunding model. So you can gather investments from such platform as Kickstarter, GoFundMe or Patreon. And, but this is a model uh, on which you can't really re rely to it to provide you constant revenue because revenue from the investment is, are not very stable. So in one day you can have money, in other time you can't. And also, 
it seems that getting invest investment from someone is easy, but still it is a competition and you have to prove investors that your idea and the concept worth it to invest money on it. So you can use this channel as additional way of monetization, but for sure not the only one. Well, yeah, and uh, before you start thinking about, well, usually people don't do like that, just remember Wikipedia and that Wikipedia, sorry, and that cat. You know, which when when they used to gather the money again, Wikipedia is not the mo only mobile app, but this is a really cool example. And so sometimes when you bring some kind of the value yeah, uh, to the people, or when you NGO, so you doing some kind of the society, um, you know, society needed things, you can make money by crowdfunding. Well, maybe making money is not the right word because usually they get money only to survive and continue the thing nobody mm -hmm. actually making money like the business and that but still that's something that you may do at the beginning uh before you actually find your right monetization model who that, that helps you better okay so let's move to the next one the next one is a very interesting and technical thing it's collecting and selling data and before you're super scared that someone going to sell your kind of personal info and your last comments to your granddaughter puppy uh, i will tell you that that doesn't mean that they sell exactly yours data this is totally normal with some kind of application like google maps for example gathering data and trying to understand user experience but not you as the single guy or girl right mm -hmm. but in general like people in Ukraine who live in this area usually go over 9 a.m. in this place. Mm -hmm. Well, like to the city center, for example. And this is kind of, well, this is kind of obvious thing. You may know it without getting data from some kind of apps. But in case you will collect users' data, I don't know, their GPS coordinates from time to time, what they like in social medias and so on, you can make some assumptions, not about the single person, but about the group of people. Mm -hmm. And selling this data to the special companies may be really valuable because that, companies may provide them uh, better value, you know, uh, well, we know the lots of bad examples, like, you know, president election in the United mm -hmm. States a few years ago, right? This, this was the example where data used not in the good way, let's call it like this, but there are plenty of methods to use data in the right way to bring some kind of the advantages to the users around the world and uh, obviously that this topic is very sensitive and we know with the last apple update uh apple you you can uh, you can stop uh, you cannot allow to all of your apps to track uh, your data and because lots of people don't understand why it's doing they block it but actually in the end of the day they just get in case we take this very simple example in the end of the day they just get not correct advertising and that's it i mean i'm interested in the i don't know in the porsche mm -hmm. and i'm always getting uh, advertising of some russian cars i don't <laughs> want to see russian cars over there i want to see the porsche i'm interested in that but because mm -hmm. i blocked mm -hmm. you know app from this um well i see some kind of the shit that i don't like why because app cannot make your profile so again this is your personal thing open 
uh, open your data for the companies and programs or not still you cannot read any you know of the agreement there mm -hmm. so it's just impossible but you just need to keep in mind that uh, well we are living in the 21st century and unless you some kind of the spy like James Bond who need to be super secure maybe it makes sense to share some kind of your data with the world just to give your world better opportunities around that mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to say yeah, I agree. I, for example, I know that a lot of people argue about advertisement and it is annoying them, but actually for me it is useful. I am using advertisement when I am looking for something in Google, then I get advertisement in every my app and I can really find something which solve my problem or find something which I really need. So it's depend of your attitude to it, like to your data, like if you believe that if you're scared that people will will use it in in a bad way, so for sure you you well, can. that just I believe that's happening just because people actually not realize how does it work in you know how that data processing is working, how data engineers is working, but that's not the topic of our <laughs> yeah. discussion. Uh, and those who forget, we are talking about the monetization, and we basically told you all of the all of the most popular ways of the monetization, and in the end we will just tell you you know four simple steps how you need to approach your app and find the best way to make money out of it. So first one is for sure market research. It is something very obvious, but it is what have to be done. So it's your first step. When you are decided to develop some app and you know which industry you want to work, what niche, what product type, what target audience, go to the market and check your competitors. What is their monetization uh, monetization strategy? What advertisements they use? How it how they use this? Like what what they propose? Do they have some missed points in their monetization uh, strategy? Probably you can fill it in your app and have more money or give more value to the users. Or probably they propose no relevant advertising, but you will do it better. So user will get additional value. For example, as we talk about Jim and Nike, so Nike can propose some discounts, you know. So make the market research, understand what other people do and based on it, make some conclusion. Yeah, and before you think that me, me and Oksana is some kind of the, you know, caps who telling you obvious thing, well, that is the obvious thing. But still, lots of even our customers just don't do it. <laughs> I mean, they uh, sometimes they feel that they having the problem and they like solving this problem only for themselves without even asking themselves, is there a someone else, someone there Colored. who have the same problem? Yeah. And in the end of the day, they spend lots of money building you know, that born things. And this is not cool. I mean, this is not cool. And reinventing the wheel. Well, sometimes you may reinvent the wheel, but with some cool spikes and it may work. That's nice. But at least ask yourself, is there somebody who wanted to use it? So again, this is, was the first step. And the second step, discover the target audience for your app. I have the great uh, example that, that is happening just right now while we are speaking here and while we are listening. Well, in case you're listening in the nearest two weeks from, from this record, uh, like we are developing the cryptocurrency app. I can't explain the whole details about that, but what uh, the owner of this app are doing, he created the small community uh, of the alpha testers mm -hmm. who actually are checking and generate idea for him how to implement it better before he released this app for the you know whole world and as far as i know they have about 250 people around in this community they get uh, strictly and uh, you know some kind of the limited access to the app well, i mean they have the full access to the app mm -hmm. but only limited amount of people and uh, they are generating him you know 
at least 10 ideas every day. They are reporting bugs for the app, which is obvious thing. And uh, they tell him how to make it better. So when he is going to launch the beta to the whole world, the app will be polished enough to be really cool and, you know, making the value. So this is about, you know, discover the target audience. And he, as far as I know, he don't still have some kind of the right way of the monetization from all of these we just described you. Mm -hmm. But he's searching it in the right way. So when he he's do it, people. yeah, he's asking people in real people. And so when he will do it, I, I believe he has much more better percentages of, uh, you know, of success mm -hmm. uh, than someone who just launched and hoping that he will, you know, hit the target from the first time. Yeah, I'm fully agree. And you may ask like why people do this? Do he pay this beta tester or wherever? And no, it says user are interested in proposing your idea because you by your own money will develop application which they will value from. Yep. So they will give you idea of function which they believe will help them. So it is winning for everybody because you develop relevant functionality and they have relevant application which solves their daily issues and help helps make their life And, and something cool about this approach is like you already creating uh, the someone who are stand behind your brand. Mm -hmm. In case you succeed, those first users will tell, I was the first one there. I used to test this thing and they will make you free, you know, free advertising around the world. Not in the sense of digital advertising, mm -hmm. but, you know, just, but you know, spend the rumors about you. Hopefully good rumors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the third next, one. Uh, so the third one, yeah. Share your app cons cons uh, concept. So uh, think about the name, branding. Don't uh, illuminate the importance of the description in the App Store or on a Google Play Market. Make a really good marketing materials. A good Make the great design. Yeah, description in the App Store, market screen, so people can can you can be different in the App Store. App Store have five millions of apps right now and people have to catch you when they are scrolling when they are looking for some app for this need they have to catch you so branding name logo it's still very important it is not something what you can't which you don't have ah i can't say it, sorry <laughs> Andre, can you proceed <laughs> yeah 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 sorry so <laughs> the thing is like uh you have like when i searching for something in the app store you have three seconds Mm -hmm. my, of my attention. And in case those screenshots will not be good enough, I will skip it. That's it. You have three seconds of my attention. Like, think your, I mean, for example, you can bring value for the eldest one and the youngest one. Well, you need to choose some. Mm -hmm. Because you can't bring, bring someone universal out there. Maybe it makes sense to build two different apps and advertise in different ways. Don't try to, uh, you know, sit in too many chairs with one body, right? Uh, so that's the thing. Uh, and the last one is, well, finally choose your monetization problem. Uh, not the problem, sorry. <laughs> finally choose your monetization model. Yeah, that will be the problem for you because that's the most tricky one. Considering all of the steps before and considering mm -hmm. what we just told you about, think about how you can how you can combine them. Don't don't ever use win one. 
I mean, most probably it's not make sense to make your app pay when you have zero user. Most probably not make sense to put too much advertising. I mean, most probably it's better to make everything free for the first half of the year to get some, some users. users. Mm -hmm. Then give them some little bit of advertising. Then think about what features are most usable. You know, usually you have like two features that are always go together and you understand that, you know, second ones is kind of more valuable. Make that second one paid by one dollar. Just one dollar and see will user will user buy it. 20% of at least 20% always will skip it. They will not buy and they will delete your app, but eight others may buy it. And only by these small steps, day by day, you already can gain to that top 200 which are making the main market. That's it what you need to do. Actually, this idea with the one dollar for a new feature are very cool because I know by my own experience how many apps have catch me on this one dollar. Buy this for it says actually not one dollar one hryvna. It is less than one dollar. It's like in, uh, it, it's guys right now. It's like one 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 hryvna. It's one twenty eighth of dollar. Not sure that it's possible to buy something out there for this <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah, but in Ukraine it is possible. So it's well, no, I don't think in Ukraine you can buy something for one hryvna. For one hryvna, you no. can. You can? Yeah. Oh shit. So it's a, it is uh, Magogo. We have like it is uh, kind of Netflix, Netflix, but in Ukraine. Netflix in Ukraine. So when they told me buy for one hryvna unlimited library of TV shows for which you usually have to pay money, so around like five eight dollar for the film, you pay one hryvna and you have unlimited access to all of them. I didn't really need it because I can, I usually search for films in the browser, but I buy it and I really understood that it is useful. And right now I buy it every month. So actually I Not buy for it, one green, just in case. Actually I buy it a subscription for two years. Yeah, and it's already cost about, about like, I don't know, maybe like one hundred dollar for the, for the two years or something like. So yeah. they they catch, yeah, they, they, they catch, catch you. Uh, well, yeah, I believe we told everything about monetization. Here. Actually, it is very interesting topic, and we we can to talk about many different interesting cases. And in case you had interesting cases of how different app catch you on money, yeah, you write it in, in the comments. By the way, it that would be very be... interesting to read. And maybe we one day will you know record something, uh, some case stories of someone who commented us. Help yeah. us, guys. Okay, so thank you very much. Yeah, it's, that's it for today. 